Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hot Podcast. Uh, today in the kitchen, you have three wonderful chefs ready to serve up a delicious bowl of uh, something. Uh, I'm joined today by my beautiful friends, uh, Ashley. Hello. And Trissy. Hello, it's me. And I am Maggie. We are excited to have you here. Well, let's start off with our weeks. How have you guys been in these weeks? Start with Ashley. Ashley hasn't been around for the, for for a while. Yeah. Well, for the past few weeks, I've gotten heavily into Beat Saber. Oh, I have, yeah. I have gotten myself a quest too. So I've been doing all the uh, the custom maps, and my arms are so incredibly sore because I've been playing for like an hour at a time, and Good. it's super fun, and I cannot stop playing. Ash is gonna get ripped. <laughs> Just my shoulders, though. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> all right, how about you, Trucy? Oh, that's it. Holy shit! Okay, what, all right. What, what I think I have interesting weeks. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Did you go grocery shopping? Have any fun interactions? How's Jerry? No, I ordered groceries for the first time because uh, coming off plane, I'd quarantined, so I didn't go out. And I ordered yeah. a thing, and I'm like, I would like a ginger, please, one singular ginger. They sent me a fucking like bucket load of ginger, and oh. I am just gonna be eating ginger like straight for yeah, weeks, like. He's like, it'll give you long life, trust me. <laughs> I mean, at least it's very good, so. So, we're on my week, right? That was the thing? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I was telling Maggie about this earlier. I, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, and I reached one of the final big finale dungeons, and this one is, like, notorious for having, like, half an hour of cutscenes, basically, and big villain monologues. <laughs> Nice. So it's, but it's also one of the best quests for you to run over and over because it's boss fight after boss fight, hmm. which gives you a lot of XP for your characters. So everyone runs that shit. It'll be like, okay, boss fight for like two minutes. And then you listen to Darth Vader talk about how huge his dick is for like <laughs> 20 minutes. And then boss fight, two minutes. And then he goes off about how swole his legs are for another 20. And it, that basically happens for, like, the span of an hour. So by the third, like, huge evil villain speech, I kind of just put down my controller. I was playing as a DPS class, and Louise was with me playing as healer. And I turned to Louise, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna edit the podcast. <laughs> So I so it, like the voices are on, so I'm listening to him go like, "Oh my my huge PP will destroy the sun and whatever," and I just put down my laptop and I'm like, "All right, let's just put in these transitions." So that's how I was able to get the podcast episode out this week. Thanks, Final Fantasy. <laughs> that's great. It's so good. Oh, also, I um I managed to publish the latest build of Slime Climb. Ooh. The um to its full 10 levels and i made sure to put in some final levels that were like fuck you difficulty nice but like still at the level where like a, a baby could could beat it probably <laughs> that's but very like, contradicting yeah i just put like a little bit of fuck you in there just a little just a drop <laughs> just a pinch so all that's left is for me to do uh, collectibles and skins so that my hedgehogs can be in the game and then I'm gonna. I can, then I can go full time on my next game project, which is fucking rad, and I'm excited for that. Hell yeah! That's the one that you were doing concept with Louise, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna talk about that until there's a prototype. Oh yeah, oh, hush, hush. secret. <laughs> no one can know. <laughs> All right, Maggie, how was your week, my friend? Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when the week started um <laughs> fair enough right fair. i okay so i actually do remember when this week started <clears throat> a couple of friends of mine uh that i have been trying to do game dev stuff with like we worked on a secret santa project for uh for something 
and we made a game together and it was really fun and we recently decided we were going to pick up a another project that we're working on i won't go into too much detail about it but i was really excited for it and this whole beautiful thing and we we went through so many different iterations of what we wanted to be we finally landed on something we all realized we are so shit at writing stories <laughs> like how are we supposed to make this game <laughs> fun and like you know the characters are like whimsical but also really like relatable like we wanted something good but we also don't want an issue where it's like what the fuck is that one game 2ky oh y2k okay thank you jeez oh <laughs> so, what a yeah. fucking disaster <laughs> so the idea is we need to make we need to we need something so we're like hey let's let's practice our writing chops let's go back and forth let's figure it out and darling sweet baby precious lovely friend of mine josh was like hey guess what let's join this game jam and i'm like yeah all right fuck it let's go what are we doing otherwise planned a whole bunch of shit came up with ideas was ready to go meeting didn't start till way later so we didn't get to talk about anything and then when they came back because because they the two the two of them live in the same house jumped back in and they're like oh yeah we've talked about this other stuff and we discussed it some more so now we really have an idea and i was like what are we talking about so now they have this base and i wanted to give my opinion but i also don't know how to do it without being a giant whiny bitch so i'm like hmm maybe i'll shut the fuck up so i'm supposed to be working on a narrative game jam and have no means of talking to the people i am working on the game jam with and we have what? done no business for it there has been no updates for it and here i am thinking if this is not a clear-cut example of how bad i am at writing a narrative i don't know what to fucking say here so um also also sorry also my friend works at a uh organic food thing online and for christmas bought me a bunch of really really good organic snacks and i just tried this one called sun it's sun tropics brand spicy mochi it's like sriracha Ooh. uh rice crackers it's fucking delicious it's gluten-free dairy-free fucking delicious Ooh, that sounds great yeah sounds like a good time Anyways, i mean so minus the whole uh the <laughs> game jam falling out thing but it's I really more of a, a, a collaborative uh miscommunication there well, I feel really bad because I'm like the only one who's not in the house, right? So I don't have that line of communication with them. But then right. I also don't want to be super whiny because I'm friends, like I'm, I'm good friends with Josh, but like Dylan and I don't really know each other all that well. So I don't want to be that girl who's like, hey, I'm going to keep bothering you until we have some solid piece of shit because like it's not it's not my place. Yeah, it's a hard one where the, the dynamics are off there. I just want to work on jams with friends. But anyways, that's not important. Um, I hope things will go well, though. So game news? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I guess you can start off with the glorious stock adventure, Maggie. <laughs> We're just gonna write. We're gonna fuck. All right, that's fine. Our yeah, there's news. no mystery for the sharks. Do we have uh, like we have names for these segments? Should, should we? Should it be like? Here's the appetizer. Mm, oh. Here's the main course. And the course is the news. I mean, we kind of have to be organized for that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. You know what? Stop fucking calling me out. <laughs> the fact that I'm trying to like live discuss the format <laughs> of the podcast on the fucking ninth episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh, fucking ruthless! God damn it! So good. Oh my god. Okay, fuck you. I'm gonna do this next episode. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna be so clean you won't even know it does oh my god wait hold on does this mean that we're gonna have like actual conversations pre-podcast we can actually talk <laughs> like is that a thing we can do no <laughs> you say no yeah. <laughs> of course we, not we need, the, we need the raw we need the we need the pure unadulterated uh, female energy <laughs> that's good hour all right. Answer. Anyways, fucking okay. On to our main chorus, and then ring like beautiful flourish music sound effect. <laughs> this is the main chorus. Wait, I guess that means like is our we are are our weeks the appetizer? Yes. Okay. And our wrap ups and shit is the dessert. Ooh, okay, I do kind of like. That. Yeah, that's it, bitch. We're doing it live <laughs> on recording. <laughs> <laughs> Holy we'll shit. 
Um, <laughs> all right, all right, Maggie, go stocks now. Straight to stocks. Hi, and welcome <laughs> to Maggie's Stonks Corner, um, where we talk about the economy and <laughs> and game stocks. Y'all heard about GameStop? Maybe in the year 2036, when people are listening back to this, they'll be like, what the fuck is a GameStop? It's a soft little uh, gaming store, hobby shop, turned whatever. They own EB Games, which I think is Canadian-based, and GameStop themselves are American. So the idea is just a game store. Retail malls have them, you know how it is. Stock in GameStop has notoriously been super, super, super low, like $4 a stock, okay? That's like owning a plush toy for $4. Now... The idea is that a bunch of good Redditors found out that these head fudge boys were saying, oh, we don't think GameStop stock is worth anything. We're going to short sell it. So what that means is they buy it at a higher price, wait till it goes down, and then they pocket the difference because they never owned the stock. They actually borrowed it from someone else. So they give back the stock to that person they borrowed it from, and they pocket the difference. The way it is is that Reddit and the internet were like, that's fucking bogus bungus, these stupid millionaires on their 17 yachts all piled on top of each other in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle having a good time. Unacceptable. Dap, dap. So they gaveled their way to decide that everybody was going to invest in game share. Game, game stock? Game stop. <laughs> bang, bang goes the gavel. Everybody starts putting money into it. Then the stock rises. $496. You have made that money out of nothing. The Wall Street boys are going, wait, you can't do that. And because they were so upset about it, they were rallying behind stock trading companies and then turned around and took people who originally claimed that they were working for the lower class, like Robinhood, and forced those stock changers, stock traders, to stop or stop allowing people to buy stock. Their whole thing is that they wanted to go back down so that they could get their money back. Now, these people are billionaires. They have trillions of billions of dollars just hanging out for their sweet 17 pool households you know the one they're upset and it's becoming this whole thing and we have these little actual robin hoods and their merry men on reddit being like we're fucking with wall street and so this is our new improved covid friendly occupy wall street uh viva la stonks don't sell yeah so what i heard about it was that once the once the rich were basically getting super butt mad over the regular working man playing the stock game and kicking their ass in it, they just like cried to Robin Hood, and Robin Hood was like, "Okay, we'll we'll stop letting the other people beat you," <laughs> which is incredibly sad because yeah. Robin Hood deal from the rich to give to the poor, but he's like super sucking the dick of the rich all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like imagine. I'm talking furry Robin Hood. You know, the Disney one? Like, <laughs> imagine, like, Mary Magdalene, the cute little fox girl. She's like, oh, where is my Robin Hood? And she walks in, he's sucking the dick of Prince Philip, and he's like, oh, well, <laughs> that's a shame. Oh, no. We hate to see it. You hate to see it. But also, it, <laughs> it wasn't just Robin Hood. It was, like, a bunch of um, stock traders that, like, different businesses and what have you, like, things that banks had owned. Because these head fudge babies, and I do mean babies, so whiny and vocal like literally there's an interview with one of them saying like this is this is illegal it shouldn't be like, it's not fair for them to be doing this and this was like a head f- like this is like a, a billionaire baby boy going ahead and crying about this it's like yep. this is called the free market you motherfucker i guess it's not so fucking yeah. free <laughs> so it is kind of great that a bunch of like gaming reddit nerds just are like you know what, guys? We're gonna fucking make a wow raid against these money bags McGee and just take all their shit. <laughs> and it fucking worked. Yeah! It was, um... I can't remember who the fuck it was, but somebody was like, Animal Crossing turnip tri- trade has been preparing us for this for years. Like, we're finally <laughs> using this knowledge. It's true. It's yeah. literally called the stock market. S-T-A-L-K. <laughs> with, with your turnips. <laughs> God. God. Next Animal Crossing, we get to burn Tom Nook down at the stake. Hold him accountable for his war crime. <laughs> Finally. The well, there's so, okay, there's already so many like communist Animal Crossing like art out there. <laughs> oh, I'm there was sure. A whole, there was like a whole essay that I read about like what is a turnip in Animal Crossing? 
because you're not really selling turnips so much as you're selling the idea of a turnip because it represents stocks right yeah it just it's it's very in-depth it's very good i i like i like reading about animal crossing communism (laughs) in order to like defeat the capitalist like structure that tom nook has built we must eat the turnips we must reject this society that has been placed upon us we must refuse to play their game we must eat the turnips this is our radical new motion i love it yeah it was fucking dope can you find this essay? I want to read it. I, w- I will. I will find this essay. <laughs> I'm type in I'll Animal put- Crossing Communism Turnip and it'll happen. <laughs> I'll put it in the, uh, the description. So if you want to read this essay, feel free. Turnip Communism Essay. Yes! Animal Crossing and Karl Marx! Why, me- <laughs> why we must eat the turnips. Oh my god. Animal Crossing isn't escapist, it's political. <laughs> I love video games. <laughs> This shit's so good. <laughs> you thought oh, you were yeah. just playing a, a nice, sweet little game of like fishing and and buying cute outfits. No, 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 no. You're you're fucking in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also introduced like CJ and Flick in this one, right? And like, I know it wasn't super. Uh, it wasn't a lot, but like still, you've got like Flick, which is artist otaku culture. It's like Hobby Lobby sort of thing. And then you've got uh, CJ, who's all about streaming and follower count and clout. I thought that was kind of yeah. cute. He's an influencer. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Maybe we'll be able to eat the turnips in the next game. Who's to say? <laughs> if you eat enough turnips, Tomna comes to your house with the gang, beats you to a pulp. How dare you? With the gang! <laughs> <laughs> with the, the <laughs> nook gang? Yeah. <laughs> he's bought everybody on the island and he's just like, hey, guess what? You play by the rules. <laughs> he cuts Mr. Rossetti. everybody? Yeah, Mr. Rossetti comes back because, let's be honest, he's not doing anything fucking now, is he? He's, he's not, because he was <laughs> deemed too hardcore for the kids. <laughs> Man, I've read stories of that, like, kids just, like, crying after, like, a power outage or something. Like, <laughs> Mr. Rossetti, like, coming to take them out, like. <laughs> Tell me, Dad, the funny video game mole is gonna be <laughs> in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he's gonna slit my throat. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't save kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, we're, we're talking about news, right? Oh yeah, sorry, let's go. <laughs> right, okay. Um, my, okay, my laptop has frozen. Nice. So, I'm just gonna, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna, it's still frozen, but like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. Oh. Like, I'm just gonna open my iPad to take up the docket, and I'll just- Oh, I was like, oh, that's it, huh? We're like, oh, that's it, Good night. okay, bye. I'm I, was gonna, I was gonna, like, I'm just gonna go as in, like, wing it, or I'm just gonna go as in, like, bye. Yeah. See you later, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, Trucy's laptop froze, so she just kinda, like, quit. Yeah, she gave, gave up. She pulled up she Task Manager and then just, like, controlled out of life. <laughs> 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 she hit task manager and then... just like gone <laughs> she ended the process for her entire laptop which bricked it and <laughs> it was not that existence alright uh news okay that's what we're doing right probably holy shit oh yeah this one um I just saw actually this is off polygon my favorite and there's a new movie coda c-o-d-a which is just, like, a nice, authentic film about, like, deaf life from the 2021 Sundance Film Festival. Basically just about, um, about a one-hearing person in her deaf family, and she's torn between studying music at college and remaining at home to help and maybe save the family fishing business. And, uh, uh, CODA, by the way, stands for... Uh, child of deaf adults and i'm just i'm very happy once i saw this because 
There's not enough deaf shit, dude. Hmm. Like, true. at all. As just as someone who has, like, deaf friends, and, like, I'm in the, like, in the whole deaf culture and stuff, it's like, Jesus Christ. For such an, for such an amazing, like, language and society and culture, there's barely anything for media. So when you have your, like, uh, a quiet place and stuff like that, I, like, I pop off. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to shout out this movie because... Not enough deaf, not enough deaf media with actual deaf people in it. Because deaf- are there actual deaf actors in the movie? Let's see. Let's let's find out right, right, right now. Whoa! Get ready for an extended sequence where Ruby's new guy pal Miles learns the ASL translation of masturbating into a condom. <laughs> All right, that's what? not what I wanted to see, but okay, okay. thanks, Polygon. Hold on. <laughs> Coda movie <laughs> deaf actors. Hey! Like yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, good. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. All of the deaf characters. Ruby's father, Frank, mo- mother, Jackie, and brother Leo are portrayed by deaf actors, and American Sign Language is subtitled rather than translated, highlighting its vibrancy as a form of communication. Matlin was the first actor to join Coda and stuck with uh, Header, I guess that's the director, through a development process that had financiers balking at casting deaf actors in lead roles. Finally, Matlin issued an ultimatum. Hire deaf actors or I'm out. Nice. Fuck yeah. This was on the Los Angeles Times, by the way. So I just wanted to, I really wanted to shout, shout that out because every time I see some good, some good deaf media, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, 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 gotta cheer for it. I love it. Yeah, I love it's that fucking shit. awesome. Um, on that note, good deaf media. Uh, it is convoluted as shit, but there is a Netflix series called Dark German. One of the characters in it is a deaf girl in the family of all hearing people. So they sign with her, but anytime she's signing or they're signing to her, they're either speaking out loud what they are signing for like anybody else in the room. But also, they translate what she says in subtitles. Ah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. She's also yeah, a really I, uh... fucking strong character. <laughs> like, she's like nine. She's such a fucking strong character. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that shit. Also, like, just the sheer mention of sign language when you and Mai were going off about Mandalorian makes me really want to watch Mandalorian. Yeah, I was supposed to fucking send you that fuck. Did I not send you the bat behind the scenes about it? Uh, no, no, you didn't. Fuck. Okay, all right, hold on. I'm oh, I'm gonna look that up right now while we're talking because you've got one more I'm, thing to talk about, yeah. I'm like always on the prowl for some spicy sci-fi stuff because I'm such a bitch for sci-fi. But I, I, I don't know. Every time I look at Star Wars stuff, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> 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 Grab me. Does it grab me as much as, like, I don't know, Star Trek does? You know what? Star Trek is about, like, real people solving real problems. Star Wars is about, uh, like, a huge historical battle. I get it. It's about space karate. <laughs> space karate! Yeah, it's space, space karate. Also, the problem well. with Star Wars is, like, if you don't like a very specific thing about Star Wars, you are absolutely hated by anyone who likes Star Wars or dislikes Star Wars. <laughs> it's very annoying to deal with. Oh no! Yeah. Are, are you a Star Wars fan, Ashley? I am not. No. Um, I've only watched the recent movies. I'm gonna get attacked. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Is like if you don't like the original trilogy, or you like some of the new stuff, or whatever piece of media, like, like the people who do like Star Wars will hate you for liking that part of Star Wars. Yeah, I imagine that, like, with a franchise as old as Star Wars, there's gonna be so many gatekeepers. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those ones that's... It's not something that you can be neutral about. Like, you have to have a choice. Like, you have to make a choice. You either hate it or you love it. And, like, anybody <laughs> that knows it, you pick one. And that's just where <laughs> it stands. Choose a faction. 
yeah, it's literally <laughs> like, do you want to be part of the dark side or the light side? Like, do you fucking yeah, do you, shit? Do you want to be a Sith Lord or a a, a, a light Lord? <laughs> a light Lord. What's, 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 what's the other side called? The Jedi Lord? Yeah, the Force <laughs> Boy? The, the Force, force boy. boy. Are you a Force Boy? <laughs> Are you... <laughs> Are you... <laughs> Can you... <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> fucking like the test is just Yoda fucking talks to Lugie's like, Are you a forest boy, Luke? Best monologues in the entire fucking thing. Dark <laughs> and light, two sides of the same coin. So tell me, are you a force boy? <laughs> it's like, okay. Will you side with the dark or be a force boy? <laughs> oh my god I would watch it I'll be honest I would watch it if it was like that was one of the key <laughs> oh so Trucy um, in the Mandalorian specifically it was uh, the, the Tuscan side language was founded by um, students not students, sorry professors of um, American sign language however one of the people in the actual oh. show who is signing is Troy Kotsur, a deaf person from California who is a known actor, and he was um, yeah all of it for uh, he was in all of it for um, the actual consultation behind the sci-fi. Let me get you the article. I was hell yeah. So, I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to find I'm trying to find some Star Wars quotes that have like force. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Return of the Jedi. One god, <laughs> it's so hard. Oh when god am I the last of the Jedi? Will you? I mean, the last of the Force boys? Will you be? I fucked it up. <laughs> when god am I the last of Force boys? Will you be? The Force runs strong in your family. Sweet in your boys. The Force <laughs> runs strong in your boys. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare! <laughs> oh. Oh, you know what? If anyone can get me a Star Wars where every time they say Jedi, they it, it's edited to Force Boy, I'll watch all of Star Wars. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be great. Holy shit, Return of the Force Boys. <laughs> That's so, so ominous, good. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I don't think anybody, because it's a religion, right? Nobody would follow it if there was like, wait, hold on. It's, this religion sounds great, but like, what's the catch? And they're like, okay, you gotta be a force boy. And they're like, what? So they're like, listen, you gotta be a force boy. And they're like, I don't, I, uh, no. I don't want to, like, take it away. Yeah, it's heavily gendered. Sorry, nothing we can do about it. <laughs> there's, there's no force girls. That's what it is. It's like, it, boy is just everything. Everything is. A boy is a gender neutral term at this point. In my yeah. opinion. Everyone is a boy. I call everyone boy. I've used. I call my. I call my newly born daughter boy. <laughs> like I'm playing started with my brother, and I'll be like, "Oh, it's over by the boys," and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "The boys." And he's like, "What the fuck is the boy?" I'm like, "You know the well." And he's like, "That. That's not even. It's not even animate object." <laughs> Everything is boys. It's just a word. It's. It's really hard not to just point at something and call it a boy. Yeah, like doing a Kratos voice. Boy. 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 Close your heart to it, boy. <laughs> Close your heart to it, force boy. Force boy. <laughs> uh, I, I have the new God of War, but yeah. like, I oh man, I can't wait to play that game because it'll, there'll be like a really tender scene. Where like Kratos is like thinking about his regretting his past actions or some bullshit, and all I can think about is like PSP God of War Chains of Olympus, and he's doing like thirty hit <laughs> combos, like absolutely destroying like the skulls of innocent children. <laughs> Puts on sunglasses, lights a cigar, pisses on a corpse, and I'm like, yeah, this guy, he has remorse. You're telling me this boy, this one was the one who came in and was like, I have remorse. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kratos did nothing wrong, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's like looking me in the face and going, you can't talk about stonks because real people are losing all of their yachts. I'd be like, oh, okay. 
Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, wow, yikes. Oh, there was actually um, there was actually a really good tweet that Bernie Sanders put out that was literally just like, oh, boo-hoo, rich people. Children in America are literally starving and veterans are sleeping on the streets. But okay, go ahead. Cry me a river. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, Bernie. What a fucking Chad. <laughs> Yo, like, in American politics right now, like, fucking AOC and Bernie Sanders have been going Oh my god, off. yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, I follow both of them, not because I want to be, like, in it in American politics, but just because they're so fucking savage. I, I have zero patience for anyone who says, like, oh, I don't really care about politics, because th- that that is precisely the the biggest part of the problem. That is why Trump won. Yeah. Because people just don't yeah. care enough. So just give it to the old white man. Great. Super frustrating. And I I was having this exact conversation with my brother actually. Like it is not so drastically different between us and our on our like our lives and the way we've been raised. But I as a as a woman of color have experienced things in my lifetime that like I wouldn't wish on anyone. And Yes. Like, my brother hasn't had to experience them in the same way that I have. He's obviously experienced racism. He's obviously experienced discrimination, prejudice, etc. But, like, it's just, we had a conversation and he mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I don't really have too many friends, so I can't help but, like, keep the ones I do have. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I am I'm at a point in my life where I do not have the luxury of allowing people in that do not hold certain morals if you're gonna look me in the face and say, oh, who really cares about politics? Or like, oh, I don't really have a stance on homophobia, or I don't really care about racial inequality, or the homeless problem, or the mistreatment <laughs> of indigenous people, or like something like that. Like, I don't have the luxury of keeping you in my life. I can't claim, oh, that maybe they're a nice person, or maybe they like they do good things, or blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I have been through that prejudice. If I were to look you in the face and go, everything you just said to me is fine and I still accept you and want to be your friend knowing that this is where you stand on it and I cannot change your mind like, I am essentially like casting the same prejudice that I have experienced onto anyone in the future like I don't I don't have that luxury yeah that's true right I feel that actually yeah when someone essentially states that they essentially don't care about another living human being like I don't have the time and energy to say fuck all to you like hmm. no yeah yeah if if you just like straight up come out and be like like even like being impartial in itself is actively hurting the problem hmm. because in that behavior you're basically allowing you're you're basically telling the world that you're okay with this party or this person basically just erasing the rights of for example and with no bias at all uh transgender americans how did i know <laughs> yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's my friends there <laughs> <laughs> they're all my friends and the fact that trans rights are human rights was a thing that even needed to be debated in modern America is yep. fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's insane. And so infuriating. Like, no shit, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, game news. <laughs> game news? <laughs> Again, folks. <laughs> Just went off on a huge tangent about, like, politics, but I think it's incredibly, like, needed. and Yeah, it's needed and relevant, so. Oh, God, yeah, Jesus. Super relevant in these times now more than ever. Alright, the last bit of news that I had saved for this episode was about the... Have you have you all heard about the Xbox Live Gold price hike? And then... And then, I have not. And then prompt back down. <laughs> uh, the angry so mobs funny. are coming. It's so fucking funny. Okay, hold what on. What has let happened? Me bring, let me just bring it up. So, 
<laughs> so Xbox Live wanted to um because they're pushing for Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. which is basically like video game Netflix that they're pushing super hard. And it's really good because it's like every single Xbox game like ever, you can just you can just you can just do it. It's just there for you. Right. And so they're trying to like in a move to basically pressure people into into going to Xbox Game Pass, they double they doubled the cost. Jesus. Yeah, they announced a price hike on Friday that would have doubled the cost of a yearly subscription to the Xbox Live service, which is required to play games online on Xbox consoles, to one hundred twenty dollars for many users. Yeah, so it used to be $60 a, a year, which is pretty close to PlayStation Plus, that that kind of level. But they wanted right. to double it to 120 which is fucking wild. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So, so after, um, yeah. So, so then everyone and their mothers basically <laughs> tweeted at Microsoft and was like, Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> so then Microsoft posted a blog post. We must we messed up today and you were right <laughs> to let us know. <laughs> uh, okay, it's hilarious for the one. They didn't they must have like thought about this before they actually decided to, you know, like make it public. But then the fact that they immediately were like Oh yeah, everyone hates us because of this. Yeah, yeah. Like... That's so granted, like just that like doubt in that decision already, and the fact that <laughs> and the fact that they immediately made a post that was just like, all right, all right, okay, we're sorry, we take it back, <laughs> we Please take don't it back. Me. I'm sorry. But that's still demonstrating like a level of awareness that Nintendo has yet to see. Oh yeah. Oh, because sure. like literally all of Europe filing lawsuits against Joy-Con drift. Oh yeah, my god. Several class action lawsuits being filed for Joy-Con drift. And Nintendo has the fucking audacity to reply with, "Yeah, we don't really think Joy-Con drift is a problem." Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the fact that this has been going on for so long and they keep getting more more of it and they're just like but not on us. <laughs> like <laughs> It's it's happening. I fucking have a controller that drifts. Like it's an issue. Yeah, it's 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 the most frustrating thing that's probably ever happened in terms of like my experience with Nintendo because they've been reliable, like the reliable company until now. Yeah, I'd say so. And now I'm just like, why would I play on my Switch? I can play on my PS4, and the controller will work. <laughs> That's what a, what is what a low baseline for quality, right? <laughs> it it works. <laughs> yeah, it functions. You figure the thing would work. You know, the thing that was made to to do the thing of playing video game. The thing that I bought to play video game doesn't work. Yeah, the, the one thing you were made to do. <laughs> you, you had one job. I have nice things. <laughs> so yeah, were you gonna say Maggie? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, this PS4, all right, came out with some like motion technology. The idea was that you could tell the controller, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I know it's not yeah. quite the same in terms of hardware, but you would think that they would implement the already, like, already built understanding. The technology is there. Hard with it would it be for a company like Nintendo, a fucking billion trillion dollar company like Nintendo, to be, hey, can you just tell us how you did that and how it like not break on you and like that wouldn't even cost them a blink of an eye like that cost them like sales for a fucking indie title you know what i mean well yeah. i mean they've had motion control since like fucking wii and wii u and shit like they'd figure of- if that was the issue they'd be able to like get it up quick and fix it but like the fact that their drifting issue has been going on for so long like i wonder if they just don't know how to fix this shit well, I'm thinking it's more of a, like, they don't... Because, again, their whole thing is, like, we don't think it's a problem. 
And if you don't think it's a problem, sure. people are still paying money. Because I guess it's all about their wallet. It's like people are paying more money to get new controllers. Not an issue. But like, duh, you know what I mean? Like, I just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. You would yeah. think, you would no. think about it. Yeah, also the fact that uh, the Nintendo Switch was fucking, like, sold a bajillion, like, last year. Apparently, like, it was one of their highest years for Switch sales because of, you know, lockdown and everyone staying inside. Yeah. I'm sure they're having uh, even more people coming with this problem now. Sure. Yeah. It's, well, it's not even a problem with the, like, motion controls or whatever. It's the it's the fact that the joystick, like, the the controller was built in a way that the area inside around the joystick allows for so much dust buildup. Oh. Oh. So that it basically fucks with the input. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, which is like at like the way that the inside is built is at a level where it's like why would you do this? Hmm. Literally why? So that's that's what it is, but yeah, I, th I think as you were saying, like the fact that they just it really feels like they either just don't give a shit or they're like, we'll wait until people stop paying us hmm. and then we'll do something when our money starts to go down. Which is very not Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It seems like they're just gonna try to ignore this until their next console comes out. They're like, Can you well, imagine? Well, can you fucking well, imagine? I mean, like, it's probably gonna happen pretty soon. What fucking each of their consoles are have like a what five year lifespan? Switch has been out for a while now. Um, no. the Switch was hold on. I'm pretty sure the 3DS lasted at least ten years, bud. No, I'm well. I mean, variations of it. Like there was like the 3DS, oh, and then the, their next thing was like the 3DS XL or whatever shit. Like they'll probably come out with like a Switch extreme plus within like the next few years <laughs> extreme plus and knuckles <laughs> featuring dante from the double may cry series <laughs> no sorry didn't they just come out with the switch light like that's recent oh yeah they yeah they did and that has drift too oh does it well, yeah fun. it does people and started you can't getting... even can't even like detach your controllers like exactly you're just fucked i didn't get the switch light was because i was like well i, I can't afford to spend 200 something on a fucking like, fucking switch and then turn out that i need to return the whole goddamn console because it decides to like waver a little bit like i can't do that wild yeah exactly and it's like unless they plan to make an entirely new series of joy cons like because that's the problem like even if they yeah. try to make a new switch if it's gonna use the old joy cons you still gotta fix the drift problem guys yeah that's true it's not gonna leave it's just gonna make a new we made a new gold-plated switch and it's like <laughs> great my controllers still don't work though daddy nintendo it's shiny but like it don't game it's shiny but like mario can't move down <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> Anyways, so um, the ending of this article was basically so because some because they're pushing super hard for Xbox Game Pass, they were like, "There's an ultimate level that has Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass, so it's like you don't even need Xbox Live Gold anymore." But players were like, "Yeah, but I don't want these 500 games. I just want to play my, I just want to play Warframe." Or my like MMO free game on the online, mm. and they're like, right, there's also that problem. They're like, but don't you want to give us sixty dollars? And <laughs> Jameson, random Xbox player man, is like, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so that was basically the Xbox story. I just love the fierceness and speed at which they came back with, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck. Take it back, guys. Please stop calling us. You're so, so tired. Very great. <laughs> yeah, that's all the news I have. So unless you guys have any other news. Ashley? Yeah, the, uh, the gaming news that I have, it's a quick little pivot, but I find it very entertaining. Is, you know, back to good old Cyberpunk 2077. 
um, obviously people are enjoying the game and have created <laughs> mods for it, which has led to people um, creating, uh, like, swapping character models around, okay. which has essentially led to people fucking Keanu Reeves in the oh, game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> which yeah. Is, I mean, everyone is going to take that opportunity to do it, and then, like... <laughs> Uh, CD Projekt Red, like, shut this down so fucking fast. Like, <laughs> they're like, this is, you can't do this. This is not consent. Like, <laughs> oh my God. like they, yeah, it was essentially, like, day one. And they're like, we got mods. Day two, no more mods. Like, <laughs> <laughs> day one. Hey guys, you want fucking Keanu Reeves? Get out of the cyberpunk shit. And see so Frank Red's like, day two. Please don't fuck Keanu Reeves. We but we didn't put that in the contract. <laughs> you think Keanu Reeves was like, this is unacceptable, or do you think he was like, ha ha ha, yeah? <laughs> like he's such a chill dude. I have no idea. He was yeah, probably like, that's just dope as fuck, bro. Right. <laughs> That's so yeah. fucking funny. I just thought it was very entertaining. It's like, yeah, mods, let's go. And it's like, oh, no, no, no more mods. This just in, all mods are now cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> it goes so hard, they take mods off of other people's games. Is that a podcast? Um, yeah, I guess so. Can I plug some anime? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay, guys, welcome to the dessert corner. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, all right. Talk about your anime now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um... I just wanted to do the end, the segment. <laughs> Thank you for introducing me to the dessert corner, guys. Today we have some, uh, some soft, fluffy, delicious uh, mochi for dessert. Ooh, sakura flavors. Um. We're going right, right to Japan with this one. Uh, anime is is a thing that's come back, so seasonal anime is back in it. Uh, we've got really fucking fun anime out right now. I'm watching. Um, fuck <laughs> that time I was reincarnated as a slime. If you haven't seen that, uh, yeah, it's so fucking good. Season two is phenomenal. I haven't read the manga past what season one ended with, but like, I'm really excited for it. Um, Dr. Stone is back. We're in the middle of a war arc. It's fucking amazing watching this little boy go through technological advancements well past all of our years. I didn't even know how you made light bulbs. Now I do. <laughs> That's really cool. It is! It's so fucking amazing! Please watch it. Please, please, please. Um, so that's back. Jujutsu Kaisen is back, which is the new shonen anime, which is super fucking cool. This boy eats the fingers of a demon god and then becomes strong and swole it's very nice yeah i've i've been super into jujutsu kaisen yes okay hold on <laughs> i actually wait, you know wait, what no I spoilers wanna... i do want to watch it so okay all right no spoilers. okay 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 not not a not a, like a huge plot thing but i just wanted to um i just wanted to point out how like how great some of the characterization in this show is because there's there's a point where uh pink haired Naruto. Oh yes. <laughs> uh he's like he basically bows to the sensei character when he meets him and he's like, Oh nice to meet you. I'm in a girl's like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. That's very <laughs> not Japanese. And then I recently reached this episode, uh today actually. <gasps> the while... latest well, uh no, it's like episode eight or something. Oh. And this huge buff man who does wrestling moves and boxing, like ex <laughs> flexes his muscles and explodes his shirt off, and then he turns to the Sasuke boring as fuck character. Hey, he summons dogs. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but he's boring as fuck. Ugh, fine. And he and he looks at him, and he and he's like, fight me, but but first, uh, you you have to know that. I, 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 my interest in women, I love tall girls with huge asses. Yes. And, and he's just, and the, the Sasuke guy is like, okay, dude, sure, all right. 
but he's like he like really needs to know he's like no you have to tell me what kind of girls you're into like it's okay if you like men i don't like that's totally fine with me dude i'm like well that's pretty progressive actually nice (laughs) wait for real wow yeah he's he exactly he's like tell me what girls you're into or guys but just please don't be boring yeah just just don't be boring as shit about it just like (laughs) i don't give a shit what you're into just don't be a boring piece of shit tell me your kinks yeah, yeah for- literally, he literally <laughs> said, "Tell me your kinks." He kicked the door down and went. So, what? What was? What's your persona? <laughs> like that? Was- yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like, "What? What? What girl are you to?" And he just and Sasuke stands there and he just thinks to himself, and he's like, "Yeah, I like girl with like unshakable character, you know." And he start and like buff wrestler man, he just starts crying, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "I knew it." You're boring as fuck. How could you do this to me? And then he proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Oh my god. It's just like, that's uh, the, the perfect best. interaction. There's also Kakashi, who is always yeah. has his eyes covered. And I love him. He fucks. He fucks he, so hard, dude. He could get it. I love... Oh, what's his name? Gogojo? Or Gogojo? Uh, Gojo Satoru. Thank you, Gojo. But, like, he is... An amazing character. He's this like super lighthearted, funny guy who's just like, I'm here because of the lulls, fuck it. But he's also like this fucking powerhouse. And the reason he's so lighthearted is because he can be lighthearted. Like a blessing. Are you caught up, Trucy? Nope, I am on episode eight. Okay, alright. So if <laughs> if you liked that sequence with with Buff Boy and and not Naruto talking about what kind of girls they like, the latest yeah, episode. Awesome. The latest episode is going to fucking be the best one. It is such a good sequence. They bring it back. It's so it, but it's 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 not as like simple or quick as it is in the other ones. It's like an actual plot point. It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> a plot point is what you're into. What's your king? <laughs> yeah. No. Full disclosure, it is such a good scene. I think I rewatched the episode three times. Because I, just the sequence that happens, again, he goes through it with another character and he's like, don't be boring. What kind of girls are you into? But the answer is like different. And because the answer is different, he goes on this whole like, this fucking sequence of like daydreaming that's a complete like AU that they just cut to. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) It's amazing. It's so I I can't wait. Yes, please. When you get to it, you have to wait for this. I can't wait for the scene where it's like, yeah, I was able to defeat the demon lord because I, like, you know, told him I like feet and armpits. <laughs> Jesus. I yeah, the show's really that. good. It's very good. It's so fucking... And the fight... The show's really good? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The animations? Yes. Holy shit, so fucking phenomenal. And the camera moves. And also, for the first few episodes of me watching Jujutsu Kaisen, I, I was thinking, all right, yeah, this is a pretty normal, like, Naruto kind of deal. And uh, and then like in another episode in, and I realized in the intro there was just like a really quick shot of like a panda doing a oh, yeah. parkour vault on the top yeah. of a building, and I'm like, what? Wait, ho- hold on, what? Wait, what? Was that a panda doing a parkour vault? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I love it. And then, and then and then you get to the episode where there's just there's just a panda, and his name is Panda. And he speaks the Japanese, and I'm like, why, why is he panda? Why, <laughs> why does panda go to school and no one mentions the fact that he's a panda? Like <laughs> no one, like, no one talks. I'm like, can we please talk about the panda? And no one talks about <laughs> the panda at all. No one even mentions. No one looks at the panda. They just, they just, know, they just accept him there. I'm like, please Amazing. tell me about the panda. I'm dying. Please. I'll tell you a secret. Up until the point that we're currently at, I think it's season two, episode three or four. Uh, yeah, no, there's no explanation for that panda. <laughs> like they do Son not. Of a bitch! <laughs> you can't just do that to me. You can't just put a panda in the school and just be like, yeah, you know, like Japanese schools do with their pandas. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's a little bit spicy, but it's actually really good. Um, uh. sorry, that's, that's Jujutsu Kaisen. Also phenomenal. Please, please watch that. Um. Okay, so there's this new one that's very similar to that time I was reincarnated as a slime. It's called So I'm a Spider, So What? So what? Yeah, okay, I know this one. (laughs) Yeah, have you watched it? (laughs) 
I have not, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So it's very similar to Slime in that it's a it's a regular fucking motherfucker who just gets reincarnated into another world, but this time as a spider. And you essentially watch this girl go through all of the emotions of like, oh, I guess this is my life now. What do I do? Survive. I need to survive. Okay, let's keep surviving. And like, it's really fun when you focus on her because it's literally like watching someone grind through a game and you're rooting for them. I don't know when or how, because when I started watching it with my brother, I was like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest fucking mess of a show. But episode episode four is out. And along the way, I guess we really did start rooting for her. The only thing about the show is that they also do this weird thing where they cut between her other classmates that were also transferred to a new universe world. And I give no fucks about those people. Like, they're not. <laughs> I don't give a fuck fuck it's not important to me i don't care about you then i don't care about you now is get out but the spider girl very fun super interested in that want to know more will i ever learn more who's to say um yeah no it's really fucking good that's that's a really fun one and then last but not least is oh we're talking about dr stone <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. Great finale. I think that's everything. I uh, yeah, that's everything I'm currently watching. Please watch them. Holy shit, they're so fun. I'm also watching Evangelion, which is surprisingly good. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's a whole lot of wump, a whole lot of the sad shit for way too long. Oh yeah. And then there's always this fucking weird stigma about it. Like, who's the best girl, Ray or Asuka? And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna find out who was the best girl. You meet Ray. She's fucking useless. She's tired yep. and quiet, doesn't do anything. She's fucking garbage. Trash. But I love but I love her. She's blue. See, this is the issue. I was talking to my brother. <laughs> Tomoyo is like objectively best girl in Card Captor Sakura. Oh. Is Tomoyo? Are you fucking kidding me? Does she count? Tomoyo is really blue. Tomoyo's the best blue girl. You're correct. Tomoyo's the best girl, but is she blue? Yeah. Yeah, she's blue. She's as blue as I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Well, no, because she's usually beside soccer. Her hair is black. No. What? No. For real? Do I just have bad eyes? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta do this because if someone fucking tells me that Tomoyo Daidoji from the popular girls anime oh, card captor. Blue. Like, <laughs> she's gray. No. 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 Yes. No, 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 yes. No, no, yes. No, yes. No, yes. No, yes. No, yes. No, yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm calling you! Rain oh, no. Violet, fuck off. No, I hate this. I refuse to accept this timeline. <laughs> okay, so anyways, the point, but it's just a fucking <laughs> gag in anime where the blue girl cannot be best girl. And I was talking to my brother about it. I think this is where it started because she's trash. She's, a wor she's the worst character. <laughs> like, literally when she's introduced, she refuses to talk to the pro tag. She refuses to talk to anybody. And then, like, Shinji shows up and he's like, let's be friends, let me talk to you. And she goes, eh, and walks away from him and doesn't speak to him ever. And she, like, there's a sequence where she gets, like, not bullied, but, like, pushed around. And everyone's just like, oh, she's just like that. She'll, like, s sit with the punches or whatever. And I'm like, oh, so she has no backbone. She doesn't give a shit. She does what she's told and she's a fucking potato sack otherwise. And then Shinji's like, I've had bad trauma with my dad, but you seem to get along with him. How is that going for you? And she looks at him and she goes, do you not believe in your father's work? And he goes, how the hell am I supposed to believe in my abusive father, my, my negligent abusive father's work? And her response is to slap him in the face. And I'm like, no. Meanwhile, Asuka, immediately introduced, she fucking gets in the fucking uh, Ava. She kicks ass, destroys something, has this whole fucking back and forth with Shinji where he comes to life for the first time in seven episodes. And then this is like really fucking back and forth. That's like, it's good. She's introduced to the school and everyone's like, wow, she's great. She's athletic. She's smart. She's blah, blah, blah. She's German? Yeah, she's the best one. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't even understand how this is a fight. Sorry, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, because she's not a little bitch. Yes. Meanwhile, you know what? I think that I find this is like this is a very specific like trait with I guess just all of Japanese media. Mm -hmm. It's very it's very much like a way of thinking and a way of like being passive that is apparently super respectful or something and much like super to be admired, but I just I can never understand that shit. Yeah. But like I guess because 
Asuka comes in and she's from Germany. So she has that, like, take no bullshit attitude that's, that's just, like, very non-Japanese, I guess? Which is what makes us like her more, because she doesn't just take it. She's not a little bitch. Uh, I guess my just, my biggest issue is that in Evangelion, I don't think I found a female character, with the exception of Rey, who is, like, a bad character yes there's the respectful like um you know you, you sort of like keep to yourself you're quiet or etc like shinji is that character so his whole thing is that he's being respectful they literally talk about it in one of the episodes where his mom character uh god what is her name kitsuru kits kits kitsuji or something like that anyway so the milf character jumps in and she's like oh. i'm gonna take care of shinji but you got like what's wrong with you why are you acting like this and he's like i'll do as i'm told i'll be like blah blah, blah. i'm the only one who can do this and he's as respectful and blah blah, blah or sorry respectful and compliant and, and docile as that trope is i know exactly what you're talking about like yeah the minute you introduce ray it's not even like she's docile or accepting or like complacent she's literally just nothing she's so like she has no past she has no like history no family no nothing and then she like looks to him and she confides in him one time because they're about to die maybe who's to say and he's like why do you fight let's get in the machine and she's like i have nothing else like i this is my tie to everyone this is how i stay alive and i'm like okay was i supposed to like you for that like i don't care <laughs> like you are <laughs> you are like soft tofu that is all you are no seasoning no preparation <laughs> <laughs> Still in the packaging, wet, yes! flavorless, <laughs> like, little bitch ass. <laughs> you are just boiled soybean remains. You're basically not even oh. tofu. Like you're disgusting. Oh, no, that's the worst. No, that's the worst way to do it. No, that's so bad. Why? No. I'm sorry. No, that's such an insult. That's what I'm saying. She's terrible. <laughs> So, yeah, but then fucking Asaka comes in. She's like, ooh, I'm a spicy bowl of ramen. What's up? And I'm like, ooh, delicious. Delicious. <laughs> oh, I'm fully seasoned. What's up, bitches? You <laughs> could have introduced me to any other girl, and she could have walked in and been like, eh, I'm not the greatest, but I'm better than that fucking mess. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, fuck it. But she walked in, and she was like, I'm a powerhouse. I'm a tsundere character. I'm actually, like, I've got goals and dreams and ambitions. I'm here to win. I'm here for survival. I'm here to fight. And I was like, what the fuck? I love her. She's perfect. <laughs> they have, like, docile and compliant female characters. Like, for instance, the doctor, uh, Ritsuko? Ritsuo? Ritsu? Ritsuko. Um, Ritsuko, I think. Like, her whole thing is that she's quiet, she's complacent, she doesn't really fight back with anybody until, like, it comes to her work. When it's her work, she's like, I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And that's the only thing she ever does. But, like, every other character that you're introduced to, whether it's boys, girls, even the class rep is supposed to be this really, like, prestigious character that you meet. Her character is better than Ray. Literally, nobody gives a shit about this girl. And it's, maybe I just, maybe I'm just not far enough in the anime yet, but I just... How was this the OG best waifu fight? Like, I don't understand. Who was on Ray's side? <laughs> it's because sad suffering Chan. And the, I have nothing suffering. else but the robot, so I must do the robot. <laughs> don't you feel bad for her? Don't you want to protect this useless creature? No. Rather <laughs> than the redhead who will be a bitch to you and call you a pussy to your face? Make fun okay. of your tiny penis. Maybe I'm just into that. I don't know. Um. Yeah, maybe you're. Super <laughs> maybe exactly. You're strong, strong demographics that they appeal to with both ways. I just want a girl to step on my face and call me names. Like I'm sorry, God. Hey, you know um, what? That's valid. Right. Sorry, my issue is that Shinji is the sad sack. Shinji is the one that you start off with, and you're like, I have to be invested in him. He's the protagonist, and he's over here being like, "Where I cry, Desu? He broke my arm. I'm in terrible pain. Let me cry openly as a child because I am 14." And I'm like, yeah, "He has the right to do that. He's suffering through some shit." Meanwhile, she's like, "I have no past, no family, no one who loves me." And I'm like, Get the "Fuck out! I can't do this two times. What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, sorry. <laughs> That's some real black pill incel shit. <laughs> black pill incel shit. Wait, I can't get a girlfriend. I guess I'll just die. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like uh, my my family, my my relationships, my my that means nothing to me. I cannot get a girlfriend. 
it's like okay maybe like i don't know do you have a dog <laughs> like calm down <laughs> i don't know you can get like a hedgehog those are pretty great oh yeah get a hedgehog clean up that shit you know what i'm saying oh god so much <laughs> to clean up <laughs> mountains of poo poo uh is that is that an episode y'all i think so that's a that's that's pretty, pretty fucking good pretty episode. solid yeah yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. If, if people want to find you, where can they find you, uh, Maggie? Uh, you can find me, Maggie, uh, on all social media at Mr. Treefingers or Mr. Treefingers Art. Uh, in the sorry, that's Instagram, Twitter, and oh my god, I was gonna say Deviant Art. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, link your for affinity. <laughs> for affinity. Uh, yeah, Mr. Treefingers. Ashley, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at AshleBashles, A-S-H-L-B-A-S-H-L-S, and that's it. That's the only place you can find me. <laughs> How about you, Trissy? Oh, you can find me on Trissy.ca, or um, Trussy with three U's on Twitter, or Trussy Art on Instagram. And that was episode nine of the Hot Pot Cast. So if you all have any questions you want to send in, Go to hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. That's hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. And um, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good episode. That's a good, that's a good time. That's a good one. That's it. You can have me. You can have me fade out as I say that's a good one over and over again. <laughs>